0: Welcome to Episode 2 of the Partnership Podcast interview with consumer champion James Daly. James is Managing Director of Fairer Finance, who have looked at the world of funerals in detail and is now a member of the Funeral Service Consumer Standards Review, which aims to improve standards for families in the lead-up to regulation. Last time, James talked about what today's customer is looking for and the importance of transparency. On this episode... We want to hear his view on the future and the emerging opportunities it holds for funeral directors and plan providers. So, James, curiosity here, Given, given what you know about funeral planning companies since you got involved and I noticed you started your own business a few years ago if you were to create a new funeral planning company what would the ideal f- provider company look like
1: well you know in this day and age i think digital first that's where i'd want to start and and of course you know the personal element of funeral planning and fu- the funeral director business is incredibly important uh, but actually people want to be able to do their initial shopping around in the privacy of their own home without being pressured. Uh, And so, you know, I would want to create something that was really market leading on the web so that people could come. And even if they didn't buy from me, I could help them understand what the differences in the market were. Uh, And then, you know, of course, having excellent standards, once you do get customers, would be the next thing. And and you know some of the things that are missing at the margins you know are proper facilities uh you know storage that is is close enough the ability to to see the deceased um you know in the days after they've passed uh you know things that are not consistent across the industry and i think having a business that just either met every customer expectation yeah. or was very clear where it didn't you know i i don't want to tell the industry that they have to offer a full service offering. You know, there's a growing market for direct cremations and that's fine if people want that, but you just have to be clear about what you don't offer and, and be, and be very clear about what your customers expect. And I think, you know, people don't necessarily expect their loved one to be shipped off 50 miles to a storage facility or worse still to be put in the shed around the back. Um, so, you know, and training your employees is another one, you know, making sure that if people are offering any kind of embalming services or whatever, that, that they have the appropriate training for it. None of that is subject to scrutiny at the moment. And, and I think I just want to to say, this is the bar. We're going to show you what you deserve. And if you want to buy with us, you'll know exactly what you're getting. I understand. Thank you. Um,
0: so do you feel in the three years since this all started from your perspective, that there's been a positive change. Can can you see any sort of improvement
1: already since you got involved? And we've seen an enormous amount of change. Uh, you know, I I know we can't take all the credit for that, but I think in the prepaid funeral plan market, we have had a material impact, uh, and we did very quickly. Um, we created ratings off the back of the piece of research that we did. Um, And we did that initial piece of research with dignity, but we did a follow up piece um, where Golden Charter, Co-op, Ecclesiastical were also co-sponsors. And all of that experience led us to create these ratings where we focused on some of the things that that we didn't think were necessarily offering customers good value. So particularly, say, cancellation fees. Um, You know, that is one area where the average has just kind of collapsed over the last three years. And I think we can take quite a lot of the credit for that. And of course, you know, we engaged with the minister, we engaged with the FCA. And within a year of publishing that report, the Treasury was announcing that it was going to regulate funeral plans. And although that hasn't happened yet, I think it is, you know, 99% certain it's going to happen. The legislation is just in, in the queue behind everything to do with Brexit. But Um, So, so so things have changed and because the regulation is coming, the industry is getting ready for that. Uh, And then at the same time, we've had the CMA review in the at market. And, you know, as you mentioned in your intro, I'm part of the the industry group looking at how we can raise standards now, because we know from the experience with prepaid plans that it may be some years, even if the CMA comes out and says, we're going to regulate this market, we're going to change this market. It may be three, four, five years until that actually happens. So let's not all sit on our hands. Let's agree where there are problems and and try and address them today. Uh, And and all of that effort and focus and thought is leading to demonstrable changes day by day. You know, and we haven't even mentioned the price wars between dignity and co-op. Indeed. Thank you, James.
0: Um, When I'm out and about and I'm meeting funeral directors, I I have to remember that they wear two hats. One one is being a funeral director and uh, and helping families through that process. The other is they are business people. And many of the ones that I meet uh, have a horizon of 10 or 20 years of the next generation coming through. So if you put yourself in the shoes of a younger funeral director that's just taken the reins of such a business... How optimistic would you be from a business perspective of this industry and and how it copes with the changes going forward?
1: Well, having just read the CMA papers that came out in the last few days, uh, there's an extensive study around profit margins in the funeral directing market. And it doesn't sound from their analysis like anybody is going hungry today. So, you know, I think there are significant margins still to be made in this market. Having said that, I I think they are going to be chipped away at over the next few years. There is going to be regulation. Uh, There is increasing price competition between the biggest companies in the sector. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think it will be an uncertain time to be opening up a new funeral directing business, to be honest. You know, it it takes years to build up a reputation in your local community. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, I, I think probably in 10 years time, it will not be as attractive to run a funeral direction business uh, uh, as it has been in in the last decade, um, you know. But having said that, if you set up for the right reasons and you're determined to build a reputation for good service and quality, people will always be willing to pay for that. I think, and you know, uh, there will be there will be healthy margins to be made for for responsible business owners in the long run in in any market like this. And
0: I guess if, if we go forward five years, then uh, we've gone through the sort of FBA phase. We might have regulation probably in place for funeral plans. Do you think there's another wave of change after that? It's, is there evolution in this market or will that be it in terms of change?
1: I think that will just be the beginning because there's always unintended consequences of regulation. You know, once we've dealt with some of the initial problems that the CMA has focused on, there'll be new problems uh and you know we do have to find a way of unlocking reliable ways for customers to get a read on quality Uh, and that's not easy to do um you know obviously when people have just been to a funeral they're not necessarily in the mood to answer a survey about how great the funeral was so it's quite hard to get customer feedback um you know do we have something a bit like the food hygiene ratings where there's an inspection regime and people are scored yeah. maybe. Um, but that doesn't really take into account the kind of more pastoral side of, um, the funeral directing business. So, you know, I think that's going to take some while to crack as, as a problem. Um, but I don't think any respectable, honest business should be concerned about the change. You know, I, I think it will, you know, it'll, it'll raise standards It'll raise the reputation of the sector uh, and it'll be good for anybody that's willing to you know, act with integrity uh, and build a business on that.
0: Thank you. And actually, that's quite an encouraging uh, way, way to end, because at the end of the day, other business sectors have gone through this kind of change if you're customer orientated. So it's, it's a natural evolution for the funeral director
1: sector, isn't it? Exactly. People, yeah. are, people are always scared of regulation. But actually, as you say, people have been there before. It generally is the right thing to do. And if if you're already doing the right thing, there's nothing too much to be scared of. On that note, James, thank you ever so
0: much for your time and your insights. Really appreciate it. Thank Thank you. you. That brings to a close our two-part interview with James Daly. If you want to hear more from James, the New Spring 2020 Safe Insight has a feature from him on online transparency. You can also hear James's previous podcast episode at goldencharter.buzzsprout.com or wherever you get your podcasts. We have a growing archive of interviews and episodes on subjects that remain relevant to funeral directors across the UK. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Partnership Podcast and I'll talk to you again in a fortnight's time.